0: Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And good afternoon. Welcome to Calvary Live. Jason Vanderveer here with you and going to be taking your calls for the next hour. Really looking forward to that. Uh, you heard the number right. There. Two different numbers. If you want to join me on the air, 303 303- Six nine zero three thousand. That's the number to call. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand. And uh, if you want to text, you can text actually twenty four seven on our text line seven two zero three three six zero eight. That's the text line, 720-336-0897. But I'd love if you'd uh, just join me on the program with your prayer request or your question uh, or you have something uh, to share. Uh, I'd love to to hear from you. We've got listeners uh, joining us already from all over Colorado, uh, Kansas, Boise, Idaho, Seattle, Washington, uh, Oregon, And uh, on the uh, east coast uh, of the United States there uh, looks like, uh, Rhode Island. There, it's on the edge of my map, uh, but my uh, geography. Uh, that looks like. Uh, uh, that looks like. Uh, well, no, not Rhode Island. That's Connecticut. There. Uh, so welcome, uh, Connecticut. But uh, we've got uh, all sorts of listeners online, and then of course our Grace FM uh, listeners here locally, Colorado, Wyoming, up and down the Front Range. We've got our Truth FM listeners in the South, Kentucky, North Carolina, and Tennessee. Uh, welcome to all of you as well, and then Hope FM. Uh, which is in Maryland, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. You're all welcome to call 303-690-3000. I'm Jason Vanderveer. I'm the pastor of Calvary Chapel Parker. Every once in a while I'm on here. It's been a little while, so it's good to be back uh, with you, and I'll be uh, taking your calls uh, for the next hour, your Bible questions, talking about what you uh, have on your mind. Maybe there's something that you've read uh, recently that you have a question about or something that uh, you've been studying or something that you've always uh, wanted to ask. Uh, We want to shine some light on that uh, from from the Word of God. Hey, I also want to encourage you, if you uh, hear something here or you've heard something on the program and you want to go back and maybe listen to it or you miss a program and you want to go back and listen to it, you can do so uh, by by um, going to Apple Podcasts and you can go to the Calvary Live podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts and you can select uh, the original show date, uh, not, not the date that it was uploaded, but the original show date, which was Will be clearly identified, uh, and you can go back and listen to previous programs, and it'll tell you who the pastor was that was hosting that particular program, the date, and so forth. Uh, So, if you ever want to do that, take advantage of that. Or maybe you have something you know that you think would minister to somebody else. uh, You can always send them uh, a link uh, to that as well. Again, on Apple Podcasts, the Calvary Live uh, podcast. But I also want to encourage you uh, to, if you're going to be in the Parker, Colorado area. uh, uh, to join us uh, in person. Of course, things are all kind of crazy uh, right now uh, at at the moment, uh, but you can uh, join us uh, in person. We've got plenty of space uh, to social distance for our services. Uh, Of course, here in Colorado, we have a mask requirement, so you just need to bring your mask uh, for when you're in the building, and uh, we have plenty of seating. We also have one kids' class every service as well. The kids are uh, wearing masks, and we have different uh, individual supplies uh, for all of the kids, and those rooms are being cleaned and everything's being cleaned in between the service. So very safe. I tell people actually that the safest place really if you can go right now uh, is to a church. Uh, a lot of people will go to uh, you know restaurants or the grocery store, uh, but you can literally walk into the church and, and not touch anything and be uh, several feet uh very well social distance uh, at at most of the Calvary chapels I know Uh, anyway so I encourage you if you're not already in church check out what your church is doing or come and visit us if you're in the Parker Colorado area we're continuing uh, this Sunday uh, in the book of Proverbs we'll be in the 13th chapter of the book of Proverbs it's a big section there from chapter 10 uh, through the middle of chapter 22 that I call direct wisdom and so we'll be in the fourth part of that and I call it that because there are all of these little bite-size, the style changes in chapter 10, and there's all of these little bullet points, kind of bite-size verses that Sometimes they hover around a theme, but often they stand alone and, and, and all of them can can stand on their own. And there's just so much different encouragement. So i uh, love to have you come on out and join us this weekend, 9 or 1045 Mountain uh, Daylight Time here uh, at Calvary Chapel Park or a couple of services. You don't need to register. Uh, we, have, we have enough room. You can just come on out if you want to. You can also sit in our foyer. Or if you don't want to wear a mask, we have a patio area outside uh, where masks aren't required. So love to have you come and join us. We also have service live Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. We're continuing in the book uh, of Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah. So come on out and and study the Word of God with us. If you can't join us in person, uh, we're streaming live online. The 9 o'clock service streams live uh, on Sunday mornings and on Wednesday nights, 7 p.m. live. And we have uh, folks all over, uh, all over... Um, the country actually uh, joining us that's one of kind of the new things that a lot of churches are experiencing and so uh, we're just thankful for the different people that were were uh, able to minister at this time through technology and so we'd love to have you join us one way or another but I'd love to have you join me uh, on the air, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or you can text 720-336-0897, uh, and uh, you can get more information uh, about our fellowship, Calvary Chapel Parker Dot com, calvarychapelparker.com. That's our web address or, or our website, and uh, you can get all the service times and all that other information I just gave you a moment ago. Hey, let's go to some of these texts. Uh, here's one. What does it mean uh, in in Job uh Well, good on me for not saying Job, uh, but uh, what does it mean in Job when God has uh, the meeting uh, with the sons of God and Satan? Who are the sons of God? Um, You know, I love that question. Uh, The sons of God are angels. Oftentimes, angels in Scripture are referred to as the sons uh, of God. And so when in in the book of Job uh in starting out in in chapter 1 there uh, it tells us uh, after it describes uh, uh, Job and, and and so forth. Uh, it says uh, in verse six, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. So this is Satan uh, after the fall, and uh, but he is still subject to God. He opposes God, but he still has to present himself before and yield uh, to God. God. Now, in Revelation chapter 12, um, verses 7 through 10, uh, we see that that during the last half of the tribulation, uh, there in Revelation 12:6, Satan will ultimately no longer have access to heaven and will be permanently cast out of heaven but until then he is called the accuser uh, in Revelation 12 the accuser of the brethren and that's because uh, like Job he has to present himself before God and one of the things that he likes to do unfortunately uh, is accuse the brethren so uh, these are uh, are the sons of God are, are angels uh, of course uh, uh, some of those being uh, uh, fallen angels. So uh, hopefully that uh, helps you out uh, as to the uh, the sons of God and uh, presenting themselves uh, before the Lord. Uh, here's another text. Uh, hey, thanks. Uh, someone welcoming me back to the show after a while. It has been a, a little while. I think uh, back in March actually uh, was the last time uh, that uh, that I was on the the, the program uh, here so it's good to be back uh, uh, and uh, and hosting again and uh, thank you for uh, this text uh, from uh, Benita. Thank you for your prayers, uh, Benita, and I appreciate you uh, reaching out to uh, to say hello. And uh, so many of you have had a chance uh, over the years uh, on Calvary Live and, and on other programs uh, to be able to talk with you and pray with you and answer your questions. So love doing that and uh, love being a part of uh, of live radio and the the work that the Lord is doing here through calvary live uh question coming in here uh, is what is uh has been the hardest part uh, of the COVID uh, lockdown uh, for me personally. Um, I think that, that that that's a good question because so often, you know, people want to know, well, what's what's the hardest thing for you as a pastor or what's the hardest thing for you um, as a church? Um, but, you know, as a pastor, you know, uh, we're all the same. And, and uh, uh, a lot of the things that I'm experiencing personally outside of ministry are similar to what other people, uh, are experiencing and, and I was reading in Proverbs today uh, in chapter 13 uh, getting ready for um, the, sur- uh, the, the message on Sunday and, and Solomon talks about hope uh, delayed, he talks about hope deferred and you know I think 2020 is, has, has been a lesson in hope deferred. Uh, you know, it started out, uh, this year, uh, has just been a really interesting year. Uh, we had... A few days, everything kind of shut down a couple of days before we were about to leave for Israel. And uh, then we had some other uh, personal uh, uh, things planned. A lot of other uh, personal things lined up and planned, of course, like everybody else. Uh, those have uh, those plans have gone uh, by the wayside. We at, even had one of our uh, kids... Uh, um, Get married, and of course, this has had you know this had a huge impact for all of those who were planning weddings or took part in weddings. Uh, of course, this this has had a huge uh, impact on those things, and so it, it it's the the impact of this uh, on me personally is is that the Lord has been using it really to to grow me uh, in terms of my flexibility, uh, my ability to deal with change and and disappointment, um, and. And, and to have hope uh, deferred and to be okay with hope uh, deferred, as Solomon puts it, and not have my heart uh, grow sick, as the scripture says, but to be able to trust in the Lord and be okay with, uh, okay, this is changing, this is deferred, this has been put off. Because right now, the, I think one of the hardest things is you can't plan anything uh you 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 know it's just a uh, a few days or maybe at most a few weeks out ahead uh but uh i think that there's a lot in that that the lord would teach us so uh great question uh on that and and i imagine that i'm not the only one uh that is experiencing uh s- some of those types of things as a result of of this virus and and the lockdown and everything hey 3036903000 uh if you want to join me on the program 303-690-3000 let's go to Dwayne, listening in pennsylvania uh Dwayne, welcome to the program hello how you doing i'm good what's on your mind well that's kind of a praise yeah and,
2: uh, thank you jesus because um i told you guys about um looking for a job whatever and i got a job delivering parts and i go down to baltimore Maryland, and on 83 um in maryland there's two trucks on the one lane like right behind each other one two, mm-hmm. and then uh a bunch of cars just went around to me and then uh plenty of room tanker truck moved over got over my lane to get away from that other truck because it was moving slow mm-hmm. and everything was going along great and so you know that truck that he pulled out from behind and we're on he like all but like pulls over in his uh, in his uh in our lane and that dude had to jack it up and I had to lock it up and he was able to the tanker truck got stopped and nobody else was behind me or beside me mm. on eighty three in Maryland, which is America in its own self. <laughs> so I was able to get over and there was no because if somebody was behind me and not when I locked it up I could have got hit or and pushed into that tanker. Yeah. I mean, God's hands are all over that, in my opinion.
0: Well, yeah, and you I want
2: to continue to and ask for per, uh, give God a good uh, public uh, praise and thanks for that, and continue and pray for continued uh, protection and uh, while I'm driving and to do this job.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Hey, I really appreciate you calling, Dwayne and Nina Soft, so and we. We want to go to the Lord and ask him to do something, but it's good to remember uh especially good to remember when he's already done something to thank him. Uh let's uh let's go ahead and pray and we'll just thank the Lord and, and also ask him to continue to protect you and, and others uh uh out there on the road, especially those uh in, in, in your profession. Father, I just thank you so much for Duane. Uh Lord, I thank you for uh his uh, love for you and uh it's obvious lord just in his voice and and uh, lord i just uh thank you for him being a part of this program and 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 calling into the show uh lord i pray that uh that you would continue to uh, keep him safe lord we thank you for it uh, just Lord, His, you you kept him alert. You kept that other driver alert uh, that was in front of him. You you caused it to be so that that no one else was in the wrong uh, position to uh, to be harmed, to rear end these trucks, or to be next to them and to be. Imp- Lord, it, it We see. Uh, so often these things don't go uh, so well, Lord, but uh, but this one did, and we just thank you for that, for protecting them and delivering everybody. I just pray that you continue just to just to surround him and uh, with protection and and wisdom and to see and. And 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 just make him aware of those things that are going and any da- any dangers that might be uh, coming. Lord, I just pray that you be with him, that uh, everything that he's delivering and and uh, that you would deliver him him uh, as well. Each trip that he takes, Lord, just continue to be with Dwayne and and continue to work in his life, Lord, as he's out there uh, listening and 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 working. Continue to protect him and all those uh, that are driving, especially those that. Uh, uh, that are yours Lord just we just pray that you'd be with them uh, on the road and we thank you for uh, keeping this country going with all of the supplies that we need Lord we love you uh, and we thank you in Jesus name we pray amen have a good one hey you too I appreciate you calling in Dwayne and uh and Lord keep you safe out there thanks see you. see you buddy you can call that number if you want to join me on the air, uh, or if you want to text me, you can do so, 720-336-0897. 720-336-0897 is the text line. If you do text, just uh, give us a... You know, one sentence uh, prayer request or question, um, and then that way we can digest it on the air and pray for you or answer um, the question that you have. Uh, but we'd love to uh, to love to hear from you. Actually, uh, I know a lot of people are are sometimes nervous about calling in uh, to a radio program, but. <clears throat> I promise you we'll make it uh, uh we'll make it painless. 303-690-3000. It's not like going to the dentist or or any of those other fun things. Uh my apologies if you're you're a dentist, but uh um you know, uh we all know. So 303-690-3000 you can join us uh or text 720-336-0897. Let's go to Dustin and Decono. Uh, welcome to the program, Dustin.
1: Hey, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, what's up? hi, um you good yeah, uh, yeah I'm doing good a beautiful day out today um and isn't isn't it? I
0: love this time of year. I'll take it. I'll take uh, twelve months of this
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so my my friend and my friend and I are sitting here and uh, i I had an interesting question for you, just something yep. that's been on my mind if I don't know if you wouldn't mind taking yep. uh, like a kind of like a Question about the kind of like a futuristic question, end yep. times question. Yep, yep, um, Just like for people who like to are interested in that sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, so I was wondering. So there's a time in the Bible that Jesus talks about in Matthew 24, right? Like the or like the the tribulation time. Right. So and that's that's also also known as like Jacob's trouble. Yeah. And like there's yep. all these. So I guess my, my question is like, what, um, what particular events should like for anybody out there listening, what kind of events should people kind of be looking for before, like, we know that we're in that, like in that time, like, should we kind of like be, I know that we should be like praying and and serving the Lord and everything. But like, is there like, you know, just to like, uh, does the Ezekiel thirty-eight, thirty-nine mm-hmm. war happen where where uh, Russia invades Israel right. and the Lord delivers Israel miraculously, or like does the rapture happen first? Like, what right. are some things that you know could tell people? Right. You know, be- before we get into like all the stuff, and or like before people when people are reading Revelation, like Revelation five, Re- Revelation six, seven. Right. About like the mountain, like people hiding in the caves and the mountains, and all the, you know, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Like, right,
0: right, yeah. So, so you, you know, you're on the right track. In Matthew 24, of course, is uh, what's called the Olivet Discourse. Uh, there, where Jesus talks about the end of uh, the end times, and in. Uh, like verses 3 through 14 there, he gives some signs uh, of the end of the age. And, and he talks about, um, you know, uh, the deception, uh, some saying that they're the Messiah. He talks about wars and rumors of wars. He talks about nations against nations and, and famines. Interestingly enough, pestilences, earthquakes, Uh, he says these are the beginning of sorrows. And and then he talks about uh, uh, believers being delivered up to tribulation, not necessarily the great tribulation, but delivered up to tribulation uh, and killed and hated by uh, all nations for his name's sake. So the, the hatred of believers, false prophets, and things like that. Lawlessness, he says in verse 12, and because lawlessness will abound, uh, so it's very interesting as we we look at the things going on in the world today uh, earthquake uh, in California today smaller 1 4.2 I think uh, you know obviously 2020 has been the year uh, of this virus um, you know we have l- something i don't think anybody really saw coming was just the extreme uh, lawlessness that has come out of this time and and so uh, it, it's really interesting that we're seeing a lot of these things that Je- that 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 um, jesus described as as um labor pains you know and and you probably know uh, uh, well Let's be honest, you and I don't know that much about labor pains, but we've heard. And we've heard a little something about labor pains that that they uh, increase in frequency and intensity the closer you get to, uh, to birth. And so um, obviously we're seeing things that I believe are a be- the beginning of the progression of the end times. Um, the beginning of uh, of what is leading ultimately up to that time of Jacob's trouble that you talked about, the Great Tribulation, uh, as it's also uh, referred to in the Scriptures. And and specifically, when you, you bring up the Magog invasion uh, in Ezekiel 38 and 39, um, that is is one of uh, the aspects of the end times. Uh, we're not told so much that it's a sign because it either occurs right before the rapture of the church or, or just after the rapture of the church. But we're not specifically told uh, which is the case. So... Um, We very well could see an invasion by Russia and her allies, uh, uh, Magog, uh, uh, the historical name for that part of the world, uh, and the different allies, uh, Turkey, uh, Persia, we recognize that one, Iran. Uh, and and some of the other allies, Ukraine and so forth that are are listed by their historical names uh, in Ezekiel 38 and 39 invading the land of Israel. Um, Some people would say well why would they want to invade the land of Israel it's interesting that a couple of years ago one of the largest natural gas deposits was uh, found right off the coast uh, of Israel so it could be resource driven, it could be spiritually uh, driven there could be some other reason that we don't really know yet but we know that they're going to invade and so uh, that is something that is closely associated with the beginning of the tribulation but uh, but for us as believers uh, uh, I believe that the scripture very clearly teaches uh, the the rapture of the church prior to uh, the the great tribulation period if you look in, in Revelation uh, chapter 4 first three chapters really are, are to the seven churches uh, primarily and then you get into chapter 4 We no longer see the church on earth, uh, but we see the church worshiping uh, in heaven, casting their crowns, before the Lord's feet, represented by the twenty-four elders, so all believers, not just the church, uh, but also Old Testament saints, before the Lord worshiping. So, and then you see the great tribulation uh, unfold, as you mentioned, uh, especially getting into chapter five, uh, and then on from there. So, there's a lot of different signs uh, in the scriptures. Jesus lists out several of them uh, there that are helpful to us uh, in in Matthew chapter twenty. For but uh, but I also think of uh, uh, as well uh, where uh, um, Jesus says in in the in the uh, twelfth verse uh, that uh, uh, he says the love of many will grow cold, and so one of the things that we see in in the last days I believe leading you know as Jesus describes it leading up to the rapture of the churches is that you're going to see a falling away. Uh, you're going to see uh uh people who weren't necessarily truly uh believers they had a profession uh uh, uh of some kind but uh, uh but there was no real belief in their hearts their love growing cold and and falling away and i think that that's one of the things that we could be seeing uh, starting to happen as a result of of the, uh, of covid nineteen is is that it 's really uh doing a refining work in the church and it 's becoming uh, even clearer. Those who are his and those who aren't, um, because those that were his when we when all this stuff began to unfold, they they continued to get stronger and grow and grow in their relationship with the Lord. Those that weren't uh, or were struggling, uh, they they began to to kind of uh, drift away, and uh, so we're we're continu- continuing to see that. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, well, uh, I don't get excited about that. While uh, my heart breaks. For those uh, who who their love might be growing cold, uh, we see that it is something necessary before Jesus Christ uh, uh, comes for His church. Does that make sense?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, oh wow. That yeah, that's a lot of stuff to. That's a, that's <laughs> there, there's one study. Yeah. <laughs> thank
0: you. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot to think about for sure, and and you know, um, uh, a lot to consider. Um, there's a, um, there's a good book. It's an older book, but I think it still has a lot of really good, uh, um, it, uh, helpful things in it. Um, it's by Pastor Chuck, uh, Smith who, who founded Calvary Chapel and, uh, it was written several decades ago, but it's called What the World is Coming To. And, uh, you might check that out. Go see if you can, uh, uh get a copy hard copy or download a copy uh they've they've been real good about uh his titles getting his titles in digital formats too uh but chuck smith what the world is coming to and uh, you might find that that's a real conversation starter and gets you thinking about a lot of these things that we're talking about
1: wow yeah well yeah thank you thank you very much for that. You i I'll, I'll look <laughs> i look forward to talking to you again
0: yeah call, call in anytime and uh we, we we'd love to i you know i mean look this is uh this is what we're, we're looking for the lord we're, we're 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 not looking for the tribulation we're not looking for the antichrist we're looking for jesus christ and so any any time we can get excited uh and and talk about that i'm 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 on board for that conversation
1: yeah definitely yeah well, yeah. All right. Um, appreciate you. you. Well, yeah, you guys have a really good day, and um, you're in my prayers. Everybody uh, who's listening, you're in my prayers, too.
0: Okay. Hey, Dustin, I, I really appreciate you calling. I really appreciate your prayers, and thanks for giving me an opportunity just to, to chat with you a little bit about this. God bless you. Hey, folks, uh, we're going to be back in just a moment. 303-690-3000. Jason Vandever with you here on Calvary Live. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And we're back. Jason Vandiver with you here on Calvary Live. Great calls in the first uh, top half of the program here. Looking forward to the bottom half uh, of the hour. Uh, We've got an anonymous caller in Denver. Welcome to the program. Hello, how I'm are calling
1: you? for hi, I'm calling for a prayer request for okay. our youth and also for a special person in my life that God will show this child how precious he is, no matter what they go through, God is there with them.
0: Absolutely. Let's go ahead and pray. And, and, uh, for all those listening, they can join along with us in prayer. Father, we do just lift up. Um, we, first of all, we do want to pray for our, our, our young people, Lord, uh, um, as always has been the case, uh, uh, Lord, there is a, a, a battle uh, for all souls, and uh, there is a battle uh, for the souls of young people. And so, Lord, there are so many things in the world today uh, that the enemy uh, often tries to use to lead them astray. Lord, we pray uh, that you would draw on these last days many to yourself. Lord, that you would uh, cut through uh, the noise and, and, and uh, all that could distract from the knowledge of you. Uh, Lord, that you would... Would, uh, preach your gospel uh, clearly through all resources available and and that you would draw many to yourself uh, in these days and many young people to yourself and that you would use them Lord uh, that you would use this next generation uh, for your glory and and to make your name known and I do pray for this uh, special uh, young person uh, Lord uh, you know uh, uh, all of the things that, that they experience as so many young people uh, are, are going through especially challenging things at that point in their lives Lord uh, we pray for this uh, for this one as well Lord that they would know you that they would know uh, how much you you love them Lord that they would know that you uh, created them and that you uh, care for them Lord and that uh, th- that if you value uh, one sparrow Lord uh, uh, if you if not one of these falls to the ground without uh, you knowing Lord how much more value uh, are they and so Lord we just pray Pray uh, that that you would work in their life. If they don't know you, that you'd draw them to yourself, and if they do, that you'd strengthen them uh, and encourage them. Lord, we love you and we thank you. and In, in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate uh, you calling in and and uh, and and give us a little bit of an update down the road uh, as as you see the Lord working.
1: Yes, I will. God okay. bless you
0: all. God bless you. Take care. Jason Vanderveer with you here on Calvary Live, 303 690 3000. If you Uh, would like to join me uh, on the program. Love to have you do so. All lines are open actually right now. It's a good time to call 303-690-3000. Again, welcome to all of our front range listeners, Colorado, Wyoming, uh, Grace FM listeners, and uh, our Truth FM uh, uh, listeners as well in Kentucky, North Carolina, and Tennessee, and of course, Maryland, New Jersey, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Welcome to all of you as well. And then our online listeners, we were talking earlier about many of our online listeners across the United States, but then also South Africa uh, and Ukraine. Uh, welcome to you uh, joining in uh, online. It's amazing. You know, I love technology all around the world. We can get together. We can pray. Uh, we can talk about the Word of God. We can encourage one another. We can answer questions uh, about the Bible. Again, all lines open, 303 690 Or if you want to text, uh, give me a a uh, short one sentence text of your prayer, with your prayer request uh or your question comment uh, 720-336-0897 that's the 24 hour uh text line 720-336-0897 I'm Jason Vandeveer, pastor of Calvary Chapel in Parker Colorado you can find information about our fellowship at calvarychapelparker.com you can watch uh live uh sunday mornings uh 9 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time, uh, or... Wednesday evenings, 7 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time. We're continuing on Sunday mornings in the book of Proverbs. We've got a couple services if you want to join us live, 9 or 1045. Uh, otherwise, you can watch online. We broadcast the 9 o'clock service uh, live there as well, and then it's archived there for you to watch uh, later on also. But we're going through Proverbs on Sunday mornings. We'll be in the 13th chapter uh, of Proverbs, uh, a section through chapter 22 called Direct Wisdom, where there are the, these bullet points. The style changes in chapter 10. Solomon's style changes dramatically in chapter 10, uh, and it, it, he goes to these bullet point style proverbs, and they're fascinating. We see some repetition, we see some themes, but yet each one stands alone. And so uh, just the these great pithy uh, truths there and uh, very digestible and very memorable And so we'll be continuing in that uh, on Sunday morning Uh, excited about that and then Wednesday evenings we're in the book of Isaiah Uh, so you can join us Wednesday evenings at 7 we've got uh, uh, right now one class uh, kids class a week uh, on Sunday mornings only and uh, that's worked out pretty well for us so if you have little ones you can bring them of course we've got mass requirements now and distancing Requirements in the sanctuary, but we have seating in our foyer. We also have, if you don't want to wear a mask, we have audio out on our patio, and so we have all kinds of folks sitting out on the patio area as well. Uh, So uh, just all sorts of different ways, uh, and then online ministering right now. But we'd love to have you join us if you're going to be uh, in the the Parker, Colorado area, or if you just want to watch online, you can you can watch uh, live there, Calvary Chapel Parker But uh, you know, uh, all of this has just uh, challenged us to to grow uh, and to. Uh, you know just to to really uh, think differently in, in in terms of ministry and also to become more flexible and uh, so i 'm really grateful uh, for that and and what the lord has done among other things what the Lord has done through all of this uh, in my heart and 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 also uh, uh, in the lives of uh, our, our our fellowship hey there's a, a question here uh, about the phrase uh, sola scriptura it comes uh, via text and I appreciate uh, uh, appreciate these text questions coming in as well um, so the question is is you know what is sola scriptura obviously uh, you know it's not English it's Latin it's a Latin phrase sola means alone Uh, uh, or it it can also mean um, like base or uh, foundation and scriptura you know we can kind of figure that one out, it, it, but technically, it means writings referring to the Scripture. So, sola scriptura means um, Scripture alone, and and the application is is that Scripture alone is is what is authoritative for faith and uh, for faith uh, and and the Christian walk or the Christian life. So, it's this idea that the Bible is complete, it's authoritative, it's true. Um, uh, in 2 Timothy 3.16, we're told that, that all Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, uh, rebuking, correcting, instruction in righteousness, uh, the, that the man uh, of God may uh, be complete. And so, uh, Sola Scriptura, um, the significance in church history is, is that you know, it, it was kind of like a, a, a rallying point, a, a, a battle cry of the Reformation, and so, you know, for centuries what you had you had the Roman Catholic Church had made its traditions superior in in authority to the Bible. And so the out of that came a lot of practices that were um that were contradictory to the Bible. Um some you say, well, like what? Some are like well, prayer to the saints or prayer to Mary. Um, you know, uh Transubstantiation, which has to do with communion literally becoming Jesus' body and blood, which it does not. It's a symbol. Infant baptism, indulgences, which was was Luther's, one of his biggest problems and one of the big things that led to the rep Reformation, papal authority and infallibility—all of these things came out of traditions becoming superior to the Bible. So, sola scriptura became this rallying cry of of the the, the Reformation that that the Church uh, needed to get back to relying on Scripture alone and and not on the the, the traditions uh, of men. And you know, we see the the principle throughout Scripture, like Acts 17, 11, which which the brands are commended for uh, searching the Scriptures to see if what Paul said was true. Um, we see in First Corinthians uh, chapter four, verse six, where where Paul says not to go beyond what is written uh, in in the Word of God. Jesus criticized those who allowed traditions to to become more important than the commands of God in in places like Mark chapter 7 um, verses 6 through 9 there. So so that's the 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 meaning and the history uh and the significance of this um this context of or, or this concept uh, of uh sola scriptura or scripture uh alone. So hope that uh hope that is helpful. Um, uh, to you it's an, uh, a fascinating uh, an important topic uh, to to understand hey let's go to another text by the way if you want to text uh, the program here seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven short uh, one sentence uh, if you can uh, prayer request uh, or questions like that great job so far uh, to all of our uh, our text uh, uh, texters I guess we would say but if you want to join me uh, on the program, you can do so live, too. You can call in 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. 303 is the number to call. And we've got a, a prayer request here uh, via text as well, a prayer request for direction, uh, life direction, finances. Uh, healing as well, uh, and uh, and for teachers. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, and and lift this up as well, Father. We uh, first of all, I want to pray for this person who is uh, uh, who is riding in. Lord, I just pray that 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 you would give them uh, the direction that they need. That as you say in your word, that you would you would speak behind their ear. This is the way uh, walk in it. And, Lord, that they would uh, be seeking you and 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 discerning your voice so very clearly as they get into your word and are led uh, by your spirit. And, Lord, we just pray that you would provide for all of their needs, that you would provide for them financially, that you would uh, touch their body, uh, whatever may they may be struggling with or whatever may be ailing them. Lord, that uh, according to your will, that you would just touch and you would heal and that you would work physically in their life. And, Lord, also uh, they ask for prayer prayer for teachers lord uh we uh if it's teachers uh school teachers lord professors whatever the case may be uh lord we we do pray uh, for their salvation and for those that know you lord that you would just protect them and use them and and as to bible teachers lord we do pray uh, that you would continue to keep all of those that are teaching your word strong pastors and leaders that you'd keep them strong and holy and set apart for you and safe uh, and that you would continue to speak powerfully uh, through them. Lord, we just thank you for, uh, for the heart uh, of your people to, uh, to write in and, and to, uh, to ask uh, for prayer. We appreciate uh, them and, we, and, Lord, we appreciate you and we thank you for the work that you're doing and that, uh, that you are already working in these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen hey uh Jason Vandeveer here with you on Calvary Live. Appreciate you texting in and and calling in uh three oh three six nine zero three thousand if you want to call in uh, that 's the the number to call. Love to have you join me on the program here and uh love to hear your question uh whatever it may be uh, about the Bible about Christianity maybe it's uh like uh, uh our question uh earlier uh there from uh from Dustin. uh maybe it's a a, a prophecy related question but it doesn't have to be apologetics cults current events maybe you need encouragement or prayer uh, give us a call 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000 or to text seven two zero three three six 0897 and uh you know uh here's a a, a question that comes up uh, or it comes up often but uh i i think it's an important one um the difference between uh religion and relationship you know um it you know, we've talked about uh, some of the origins of of certain doctrines in the church. We've talked a little bit about the Reformation today. Um, <clears throat> brings up an important discussion that, um, you know, man has had, um, you know, for as long as he's existed, really, religion, <clears throat> and that's because... Um, in the heart of man, there there is a void, and 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 man, whether he's regenerated or not, he he recognizes that there's there's a need there. Uh, well, he may not completely recognize it, but he seeks to fill it, and so that shows on some level that that there is some recognition, and he, and and he has a couple of choices. He can he can fill it with a relationship with God, a true relationship with God, um, or it's not really a choice, but but he often thinks it is, he can try to fill it with religion. And the problem with religion is is that it allows people, uh, it deceives them sometimes into thinking uh, that they have filled that need when they really have not. Uh, that they have filled that void when they really have not. It, it, it makes them feel as though they have a relationship with God without having a relationship with God. A prime example of this is, is, is the Pharisees. And, and a good um, definition of religion, their religion anyway, was, you know, was the commandments of men. Jesus says you teach as doctrine the commandments uh, of men. And and that is a, a a good definition of of religion is is that it can be the commandments of men. You say why would why would people choose the commandments of men? Well, it's it it allows a person unfortunately, like I said, to deceive themselves. They they can do things that it, it's much easier. Jesus says. <clears throat> You know, your Pharisees, you're like whitewashed tombs. Outside, you know, you're white and clean and painted, but inside you're full of dead men's bones. You know, it's easier to paint the outside of the tomb uh, than it is to, to allow the Lord to clean up the inside. And some people are satisfied with that, just to um, to clean up the outside without really dealing uh, with uh, with what is on the inside, and uh, that is that that work of the heart that happens through a relationship with the Lord, uh, sometimes that can be painful, sometimes that can be hard, sometimes that can be messy, sometimes that can be uncomfortable, sometimes that can be uh, personally very frustrating, and so some people just avoid it. Uh, They choose to to fool themselves just to have relationships you know, a religion rather than a relationship, and to keep certain religious requirements, uh, and and to develop certain doctrines as the Pharisees did that allowed them to convince themselves that they were really doing the right thing uh, when they weren't uh, instead of just having a relationship with God. And that's what what Christianity is really about. It's about a relationship uh, with God. It's not about checking off some boxes, keeping some rules um, that allow you to do uh, the wrong thing but feel like you're doing the right thing. Uh, But it is God truly... uh, giving you salvation in the hope of eternal life and then working by his spirit uh to set you apart and use you for his glory so um a very important distinction that i think a lot of people uh don't uh, really understand so uh it's essential though uh that 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 we grasp uh that difference and uh uh but anyway, uh, you know these are uh, these are the the, the things that uh, we need to uh, to really consider and to grapple with as a Christian. And my encouragement to you is, is to make sure that you're in a good Bible teaching church uh Where you're being taught systematically, uh, perhaps even verse by verse, uh, the word of God and and uh, uh, if you don't have uh, such a church uh, near you, or you don't know if you do, you can contact us uh, and we'll help you find one close by. If not, uh, technology is great, and you can take advantage of uh, of uh, the resources that are available online to be studying the word of God and allow God to pour in to you through uh, the scripture, Sola Scriptura, 3036903000. We've got about 10 minutes left in the program, uh, so plenty of time to take... Uh, a couple more calls at least, Uh, 303-690-3000 if if you want to join me on the air. Uh, Otherwise, 720-336-0897 if you prefer uh, to text. Um, And uh, here's uh, um, one regarding uh, uh, Fox's Book of Martyrs, uh, which is a a classic resource. If you haven't picked it up, it's... uh, F-O-X-E-S, uh, referring to the author, not the animal, but uh, Fox's uh, Book of Martyrs. And uh, it's uh, if you're not familiar with it, it it's, a, it's a book that kind of details uh, the martyrdom of, of many saints uh, of old. And this text is uh, uh, talking about uh, chapter 4 in Fox's Book of Martyrs. It talks about the... Uh, uh, it, it talks about the Catholic, uh, or this text is talking about the Catholic Church um, uh, being incorrect and and uh, and uh, uh, doing things wrong, being a counterfeit. Uh, and it mentions this text mentions Nazi Germany. It, it, there is an interesting history, by the way, um, in relationship, unfortunately, to the Catholic Church and and. Um, there was some good uh, done by uh, Catholics during World War II. There was also some unfortunate collusion, um, but there are many counterfeits, and and there are counterfeit churches, and and unfortunately, uh, uh, Catholicism. Um, I like to say that there are people within Catholicism uh, who are saved; they just don't know it, and uh, and 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 that 's not just tongue and cheek, um, the reality of Catholic doctrine is is that it teaches you incorrectly that you can 't know if you 're saved you won 't you won 't find that out until after you die, and you might find out that you 've got some more work to do and you have to go and and go to purgatory and and do some more work. but again, these are all uh, things that 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 's why Sola scriptura came along because these things are contradictory to the Word of god and and not found uh, in uh, the word of God, and so um, you know this idea um, within Catholic doctrine, they teach what's called first actual grace. That is the term, first actual grace, and and the idea is is that grace is a down payment; it gets you started, but then you, with your works, have to finish it. Well, Ephesians uh, two eight and nine tells us very clearly that. By grace you have been saved not of works, lest anyone should boast. And so, uh, you know, there, there are so many things. And, and you say, well, what's the big deal? Well, the problem is, is again, this is religion rather than relationship. And religion can actually lead you, in some cases, uh, far further uh, away uh, from the Lord. So uh, important uh, distinctions and conversation to be had there. Let's go to Dale in LaPorte, Colorado. Uh, Dale, welcome to the program. Thank you. Yeah, uh, two questions.
2: One being, where do we see in Scripture, or what Scripture would we use to justify the corporate prayer that typically all of our churches do? And yeah. the second would be, uh, where did the wedding rings that we use come from as far as Scripture goes?
0: Yeah, so um, as far as—let's tackle the the first one— he, um... The easier one first, and that 's this idea of of wedding rings um, i don 't know of um, uh, i don 't know of anywhere in scripture and i 'd have to do some more research on this i don 't know of anywhere in scripture where we see an example. Uh, of a wedding ring or anything like that. Um, the ring is just uh, kind of an ancient symbol. It's not something that's biblically commanded or that there's some sort of biblical precedent. I think it's just more of a, a modern tradition, not even a modern tradition. It's an ancient tradition that's still kept uh, in, in a modern way. Um, and that's that it just, uh, when I do a wedding, the, the thing I talk about is, is how it symbolizes eternity. You know, the neat thing about a ring, no beginning, no end— uh, and and it reminds us of what our what God's love number one for us is uh, and number two what our love for each other should be uh, but as far as a scriptural precedent for it or uh, a scripture that supports it uh, I don't know uh, of one it's just a tradition that is kept uh, that has been kept from modern times people sealed promises or other agreements sometimes with a ring uh, I like to think of the ring as as a symbol uh, really of what's seals a relationship uh and and that's uh, the holy spirit um now as far as uh probably the more interesting part of your question but more complicated uh is that of uh, of corporate prayer and you know is corporate prayer important is corporate prayer you know where do we find it in scripture is it more powerful than individual prayer things like that um what we know is is that corporate prayer is is an important part of the life of the church, just like uh, worship, like sound doctrine um, in Acts chapter two uh, verse forty two uh, We see that they devoted themselves uh, there's really uh, three things that the early church did they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. Uh, to fellowship uh, and to uh, the breaking well four things really breaking of bread uh, and prayers and so uh, when we get together as you know believers uh, we're told that uh, uh, that effective fervent prayer um, avails much and so corporate prayer is edifies and and it unifies us uh, uh, in our common faith and the Holy Spirit who is in each believer causes you know us to uh, to praise the Lord together and knits us together in a unique bond of fellowship uh, that that happens differently uh, than than you know when we pray alone. Um, but we see that that both types of prayer are to uh, uh, to be part of the believer's uh, life, and so we see that we should have an individual. There's most of our prayer life, really, quite frankly, is going to be individual because most of our time, an opportunity to pray, is going to be individual. You know, most days of the week. But when there are opportunities to come together, where it's whether it's a a prayer meeting or whether it's uh, prayer within a service, uh, we certainly see that that is something that goes all. All the way back uh, to the to the second chapter of Acts uh, and to the um, to the beginning uh, of the church. Now, I would say this: you know, there might be some that say, "Well, you know, this type of prayer is more powerful or whatnot." Um, there really isn't anything in Scripture that suggests that that corporate prayer is is more powerful uh, than than you know in other words that it moves the hand of god more than if you or i pray alone uh or or gets things done or or things like that um there, there's nothing that I know of that that, that suggests that uh, we just know that it is something uh, that that was important uh, biblically and is important to the early church uh, and it continues to to be important uh, uh, in the church uh, today and so uh, we've seen i 've been blessed you know we 've just seen uh that uh that uh the Lord has worked powerfully uh, in those times uh when we uh, get together uh, and uh, uh, we pray uh, as a church uh, i 'm trying to think of the title uh right now, and it 's uh uh Jim Cimbala, uh from the brooklyn Tabernacle and uh, Dale, and it 's called the uh, Fresh Wind Fresh Fire it's a book that's been out for a couple of decades several decades now and uh, he talks about uh, how God has worked through corporate prayer uh, in the Brooklyn Tabernacle there you might uh, check that out and, uh, and read it and see what you think
2: okay well somebody a friend brought those and I just didn't have any right
0: good answers right off hand so yeah,
2: I thought, well, I'll call somebody that might know more than I do. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I, um, um, you know, it, again, it's, it's, uh, I think, um, depends on why somebody's asking the question. If they're asking the question because they don't really think it's important, you know, I think that that's, that's misguided. If somebody's asking, hey, I, I really want to understand the importance uh, of, of prayer um you know james encourages us you know a call for the elders of the church let them pray uh for an individual you know and and so we see that there's there's great encouragement in the scripture and there's there's great power uh when we get together and pray hey unfortunately we're out of time dale i gotta run i want to talk to you more about this but i gotta go god bless you my friend and thanks folks uh, for listening god bless you and have a great night